Did you put the trash out this morning? You know you look good in them sweats, right? Please don't mix the color clothes with the whites. I'll be back up going for a run. Oh, I love you. Just text me the grocery list. Have you seen my art book? Mommy Day Podcast. This is Mary Creatives, hosted by us, Larry and Sasha Manley. This is a little place we share our everyday conversations about life, original thoughts, and parenthood. In this show, we chat about HBCUs versus PWIs, our personal experiences, what we learn, and the future of education for our sons. Hello, everyone. We are recording episode... Well, welcome to episode 13. 13. One, three. Um, we have um, a special guest that's here to observe. Yes. Us <laughs> um, doing our podcast. So um, this episode, we are going to be talking about HBCUs versus PWIs. And yes. we are talking about this because Larry went to HBCU. I went to say home of the uh, Trojans. VCU. Which is not an HBCU. No, it's not. So um, we've had many discussions about um, the differences between the two schools, why we chose them, um, how are the boys going to be when it comes to school, how we feel about them choosing what type of schools they go to, all that stuff. So we thought this would be a good topic to dive into, um, and we're going to talk about it today. Yes. So um, a little bit about my school background. Again, I went to VCU. I studied broadcast journalism and women's studies. Um, and during my time there, I was also involved in a lot of volunteering, um, a lot of uh, diverse programs for uh, women students. And um, before I even started at VCU, I graduated in 2008. Before I started there, I was in the military. Um, and I started a little bit late there because I started late at VCU because I had just got off active duty. Then I hopped over to VCU to start school. So I guess that's... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. Um, I don't even really know what else I can really say. But, yeah, that's that's my college mm. background to get in to get in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it for now for that. What OK. You? Well, I um, always wanted to go to an HBCU for reasons we will explain later. <laughs> um, I wanted to go out of state. I wanted I applied for Winston-Salem, A&T. Um, Howard, Morehouse, but those letters were never mailed off mm. for powers that's not mine. Mm. Um, that's another story for another day. Yes. So when everyone was getting their letters, I didn't get mine mm. as far as acceptance or rejection, which was pretty weird. That's when I found out the letters weren't mailed. Um, so I had to go somewhere in state. Ended up happening that my uh, athletic director was a um, alumnus of Virginia State and also the basketball coach we already knew and he ended up getting me in on an academic scholarship and I played basketball and I went to Virginia State. Don't regret it. I mean, I, I, I can look back on the reasons I didn't go there because of the letters and all that whole story, which could be uh, uh, anger, frustration, but hindsight 2020 and where I'm at and 
the friends and family I've made. Uh, I don't regret it. But we'll go into that a little more later. Okay. Well, good. Well, good. I forgot to add, too, that I originally wanted to go to an art school. Um, y'all know I've been decluttering. <laughs> For sure. And, um, she has. Yeah, I have. And in the garage, I found old, um, um, I guess, information books of where I was interested in going. What was and, that? And um, I really wanted to go to the Institute of Chicago, the Art Institute of Chicago. And so I was, I found that and I was like, I don't oh, think you would, I don't, no disrespect, but I don't see you making it. Wow. Really? Not for the art, for the winters. Oh yeah. <laughs> it got nothing to do with the art. Yeah. It's crazy you can, out there you, right you, now. Your, your talent is OD when it comes to art, drawing, painting. Yes. I'm speaking directly on the weather. Yeah. Cause I cannot stand. You don't like weather. it when it's 55. I know. I just took our son to school and I'm still cold. <laughs> But, um, uh. but yeah, so I found that. So originally I wanted to go to a specific art school, but I honestly, I was, I was discouraged from, from starting an art program. I was discouraged. You're not going to make no money. What you going to do with that? So it was a mixture of art and photography and TV as well. But I really was leaning more towards art. Hence why I ended up going to VCU, found out they had a um, journalism program more specifically to broadcast journalism. So I was excited about that. And um, so I wanted to really go there because it was, you know, of course I had already, I had joined the military first and started that journey before going to college. And um, <laughs> yes. And um, so, you know, I, I had been away from home, but when it came to college, I still wanted to be a little bit far, but not too far. So VCU was just absolutely perfect. So yeah. So that's just kind of like how that went for me. Um, Anything else you want to add about your background? Your no, nah, no, nah, okay. I'm good. Nah, okay. I, I, no. Okay. Um, so when it came to choosing our schools, I think I already talked about that a little bit. Um, for me, as far as they had a broadcast journalism program at the time, it was very hard to find a broadcast journalism program. Um, that that I don't know that I felt was was good for me. Um, there was the discussions of going to an HBCU versus a PWI. And, um, you know, my parents were like, well, I think you should go to a diverse school. You know, my parents, let me just say this, my parents are not college graduates. They do have education. Um, my mom is still getting her degrees now, actually. I think she does have her bachelor's degree now. Um, she's gotten that during her career in the Army. But um, initially, you know, my parents really weren't that versed when it came, when it came to college. So I kind of had to, had to teach myself the ropes, as you will. Um, you know, high school guidance counselors, you know, all that, that whole jazz. And I was kind of steered away from going to an HBCU because they felt that I needed a little bit more diversity. So we'll dive into that a little bit further. No, we can dive in now. Okay. Okay. We can dive in Well, yeah. So of course me, I'm like, you know, I'm a young, young girl. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Young whippersnapper. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should go to a diverse school. Yeah. I do need that. I mean, we had this conversation when we were dating yeah we did like we did. 2004 and, 2005 mm -hmm. you were like i wanted to come to vcu because it was diverse that's how reality that's how the world is it's mm -hmm. diverse mm -hmm. it ain't just black folks mm -hmm. you gotta interact with mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. i was like yeah whatever yeah and i gotta say well let me just finish my yeah because i because I, I got my front go end too. of this story yeah um <laughs> the so end. the front end of the story so yeah so i felt like okay well yeah i should i should do that and i'm from i'm from 757 we got we got hampton university down there 
Respect. We got Norfolk State down Respect. there. You know Shout what I'm saying? Swingo. So we got some we got some HBCUs down there. And um, of course I've been been to HU plenty of times. I've been to Norfolk State plenty of times for different events and all that all that jazz. But yet and still it was still this whole thing of going to a diverse school. So I kinda had that in the back of my mind that that was really important. My parents my parents, of course we learned about all different kinds of things, but there wasn't a serious drive for for just focusing on on us, if you will. I'm with when you. it came to that aspect of education. Was it more pro diverse school or was it more so anti black school? Because um, I've heard Yeah, I think it was stories. a little bit of both. Okay. I think right. it was a little bit of both, honestly. Um, and for me, you know, it, it had it has not had nothing to do with like like being completely anti. It was like the overall scope of going out into the world you know the world has every all these people in it you know they kind of felt like going to an hbcu would probably be a disservice to me okay um you know and you know they're my parents and of course i'm young and i'm, I'm nervous. impressionable right and i'm nervous about school and everything like that and and i loved vcu you know, just for what it is, what it was to begin with. You know, it wasn't too close. It wasn't too far. It was an artsy, granola-y type school. I don't know really what it is now. It's yeah, it grown was, a lot now. Yeah, it's um, huge now. It is huge now. Um, so it was all of that. And then finding out that they had what I wanted to study there. That was that. And then on yeah. top of it, oh, yeah, mom and dad, yeah. And it is diverse. It is a diverse school. And but, it's not too far away. And it's not too far away. So that's basically... One uh, that's basically how I went ahead and just dove right into going to VCU. Initial okay. thoughts. Okay. Yeah. And it sounds like you're ready to talk. No, I'm just listening. Okay. So my Posture. experience, all 100%. I wanted to go to HBCU. Um, my sister went to Old Dominion, which is uh, in Norfolk. It's also a uh, PWI, um, predominantly white institute. I don't know if we said what a PWI is. Yes, HBCU, yes. Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Mm -hmm. um, and when she was at ODU, she was there and um, I hung out with her a few times and it seems as if even though it was a diverse school and other people had a cousin, Nikki, shout out to my cousin, Nikki, mm -hmm. Stephanie, um, shout out to my cousin, Brandy. Also, they went to PWIs and conversations we had with them, especially my cousin that went to uh, Virginia Tech at the time. She was telling me about how um, all of the um, blacks on campus hung out together. Mm. Like they, even though they were at a PWI school, it, of course, with the diversity and this, that, and the third, it seems as if they gravitated to each other. Like mm -hmm. they had the same experiences, the same uh, profiling, the same racism, the same um, discrimination. All those things were the same experiences. Rather, it was at Virginia Tech, VCU, um, um, UVA, or um, Old Dominion. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to have to deal with any of that. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to be looked at as Larry, the black student, mm -hmm. or black guy Larry, or oh, that's the oh, that's black Larry. No, I just want to be Larry. You know, I'm like a black, yeah, black like girl. like you know, like a like a white girl. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> What's that from again, um, McGruber. That's right. Uh, SNL skit. <laughs> We drop, we drop all kinds of. So fast forward, um, I ended up saying, okay, I'm gonna go to the HBCU. And 
I, I started doing my research and why HBCUs versus PWIs. And I'm very, I like to look at history a lot in a way. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it in the aspect of, it was a certain time when I wasn't allowed to, someone who looks like me rather, wasn't allowed to walk on these campuses, wasn't allowed to go to school. I'm not even talking about attending the school. I'm talking about stepping foot on the campus without it being, um, they broke the law, mm-hmm. being arrested or um, worse. So now that I can go to these schools, I didn't, I, I didn't want to. I wanted to go to who accepted me from the beginning, who loved me when no one else loved me, and that's what HBCUs were. Um, that's why I went. That was the main reason um, because I looked at it at it was a time when I wasn't allowed to step on this campus. Now that I can step on this campus, I'm not supporting you with my money. I'm going to where I, I was always allowed to go to. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm up here looking now when uh, VCU was integrated. I think it was. Uh, I did research. I'm not saying VCU uh, specifically, but I'm pretty sure it was 1954. Mm-hmm. I believe. Okay. Yeah. But ni- I believe I had it written down. Um, what else I was gonna say about it? I, it was a conversation. This is off topic. It was a conversation I had with my uncle, my uncle uh, Ray, mm-hmm. Black Panther guy. <laughs> He's a hundred percent, and I love him for it. Uh, we've had a conversation, and he asked me do I think the black community was better before or after um, integration? Mm. And I said, after, of course, we could go anywhere we wanted to. We could do this. We could do that. Um, shout out to Killer Mike. Um, what's the name of it? Trigger Warning. Trigger Warning, episode one. This is exactly the same conversation me and my uncle had maybe about 10, 15 years ago. And he said, it's worse. It was it was better before because and because we couldn't go to uh the the quote unquote white stores and the white universities the white doctors the white barbershops everything we had everything on we had black owned everything banks um grocery stores hardware stores everything then when integration happened we thought that going to the white store to get the same hammer that mm-hmm. you could have got from the black store was better mm-hmm. because we weren't allowed to then yeah. then in the same process a lot of these black schools stores uh, doctor's offices, everything started to close down because their money, the money that kept them driving to go weren't still being spent there. They were being spent on in the white community or the white stores. But at the same time, those same white stores, those patrons, those white folks weren't quick to run to the black stores to buy stuff either. Mm. They were still recycling their own money. Yeah, so in, sure essentially were. their money probably doubled why these black stores, um, businesses died off. So I was like, once I figured all that stuff out and putting it all together, I was like, nah, I can't help that. And in retrospect, you got so many black schools that have closed down due to this. Yeah, funding, funding. I definitely think, um, do you think, well, obviously in you saying all that and your sister and your uncle, do you think that influenced you a lot to go to a HBCU? For sure, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. for sure, and more so of the, um, I'm big on my tribe. I need a, tri- I got a tribe. Yeah. I love a tribe. And I like having, the bigger the tribe, the better. So if I was like at uh, Virginia Tech, whatever, and they have like a very small community mm-hmm. versus at Virginia State, I'm going to Virginia State. Right. I need my community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's things that I go through 
it's things that I shouldn't have to worry about when I go to school. Right. I should be worried about going to school, going to class, mm -hmm. this, that, and the third, not feeling in this as if I got a spotlight on me for whatever I do. Yeah, especially yeah. for your race. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because like there are so many lessons that I have learned now. Um, and Larry has been a good influence on that for me as far as the HBCU experience because I didn't have I didn't have that influence um, coming up, you know, as far as I mean, yeah, you have the talks about racism and and all those different things, but I didn't have I didn't have family that went to HBCUs. I mean, I was I'm, I I think I was the first person in my family to go to college. Yeah. Um, uh, on my dad's side, but um, besides my my cousins from my uncles, but like I basically I didn't have that influence mm -hmm. there in my mm -hmm. ear. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, do I regret going to VCU? Not at all. It was an amazing experience. Um, but in the back of my mind, I do kind of wonder how things would be for me if I was to go to HBCU. Like you said, how you had a tribe and you need a tribe. Yeah, whatever. for sure. I feel like I needed a tribe too, but I didn't know I needed a tribe. Yeah, yeah. You know, hindsight. Right, hindsight is you know twenty twenty, of course. So. And 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 one thing I do want to add before you go further, I don't come at you saying you not black enough. Oh, no, no, no. Because you went to a PWI. Not at all. No, no, no. It's just that we had two different experiences. Yes. For better or for worse, it's just different. Yeah, different. I mean, or even when, because, you know, we started dating when we were in college, and the difference between going to visit him on campus, you know, and him coming over to VCU was completely different. Completely. Like, I didn't live, although I didn't live on campus, I granted, you know, let me just say this again, I started college later so we're jumping into the experiences well yeah okay sorry all right yeah, keep going okay, keep yeah. going keep going um, i'm kind of just flow with it let's do <laughs> it freestyle i got an outline but i'm kind of freestyle let's roll with it baby um so it was just completely different like i remember the first time i went went to um visit him at state and you know him and his friends and and uh and everything and it was just like this this whole camaraderie hey you know everybody was just part every it was just like what's up you know it was like a, a hey. yeah <laughs> it was all it was all love it was it was great it was um it was nice just hanging out we we were broke college students we have we have a lot going a lot of money to do much of anything but I just felt the love going to visit him on campus, you know, and it was cultural, right? You know, I had my, I was natural then too. And, you know, I had my hair out and I had, I, I was me, I was me. And it felt great going to visit him um, in that regard. Of course he would come over to my school and it just, it would just be a little bit more different, right? Um, it wasn't the black experience, you know what I mean? Um, things were just, we're just culturally different because it was it was all kinds of um, um, ethnicities walking around the campus. You know what I mean? And it just kind of showed that again, it wasn't a bad experience. It was just different. And um, Larry definitely introduced me to that side of HBCUs, especially um, you know we started talking more about the Greek life or or homecoming. Um, <laughs> He's laughing because, well, I'll let him talk about that. Just like the, the difference in experiences with that. I want to rewind to something too. Okay. I remember when I was in um, high school and it was a teacher I had named uh, Miss Johnson. Mm-hmm. She was a computer teacher, typing class. Okay. AKA just something you do, it's easy class. 
So me and her was talking one day and she was like, um, do you think these guys here are your friends? I was like, yeah, of course. These are my guys. Man. These are my boys. Yeah, yeah. This is college? She was, this is high school. High school. Yeah, these are my boys. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. She said, you haven't met your friends yet. You haven't mm-hmm. met your lifetime friends yet. You haven't. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, these people here, not discrediting and talking bad on it, but she's like, your friends in high school aren't nowhere near how close your friends in college are going to be. Your friends in college are going to be your lifetime friends. Your friends in high school, like y'all are kicking here and there, but your friends in college are going to be. And that was at the time is one of those ignorance is bliss type situations. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, okay, like whatever these, but predominant my friends I met in college, like lifetime friends. Oh yeah. Just off of, like you said, those experiences that, hey, and all that other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was for fun. sure. It was fun going to going to visit him. I remember you came to see me, and you was like, you was like, um, I'll get him. You was like, um, what did you say? You said, hold on, y'all don't lock y'all doors. I was like, nope, we never lock our door. Um, why should we lock our doors? The reason we didn't lock our doors is because you get tired of getting up every five minutes. To open the door to let somebody in or let somebody out and lock it behind them and this, that, and the third. We kept people, everybody kept in, came in and out and nobody really locked doors because we was all family. It wasn't no issue, you know? And and when she would come over, she'd be like, so y'all, y'all okay with that? Like, yeah, we all family. We'll lock it before we go to sleep. But outside of that, we all just kicking it. Like I go to somebody's room or go upstairs to somebody else's room or they'll come to my room and we'll play... We have like a FIFA tournament in one room and um, a live tournament. At the time we was playing live, live tournament, <laughs> you know, just in different rooms, just whatever. We we played we we played Tiger Woods golf in one room. We had it was everywhere. We played Monopoly in another room, whatever. It was just love, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what do you have to say about coming to visit me? First of all, your experience <laughs> is different because you didn't stay on campus. Yeah, that's the difference. So whenever I, I saw you, it wasn't that BCU life or that campus life. Yeah. So it was different. So I'm not going to judge it you off just of don't that. Know, don't yeah, know yeah, it. yeah. I don't. I yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, it was. It was just different, I guess. Yeah. I mean, so. And it was. Hold on. Before you go into it, was funny <laughs> how like at your school, y'all would have like, quote unquote, like Chick Fil A and all these different nice quote-unquote restaurants on y'all ah, and we have like we have point. like the calf fosters <laughs> um the ville had a, the village cafe like we had stuff on campus but it was just it won't name brand it won't <laughs> but it rocked though like yo the, the the sandwiches at the ville shout out to marlin who used to eat pepperoni on every sandwich those sandwiches used to hit, man. <laughs> you got me a sandwich. I one did. Time. You was you was bougie no, too. No, I won't. Yes, you was. Cause you said you was like, "What are we gonna eat?" And I said, I, "I'm gonna get you a sandwich." You was on your way. I said, "What kind you want?" And you told me like a chicken Philly or such and such and such. <laughs> I got it. And you was like, "You was like, I'm hungry." Oh, where this from again? I said, "It's from the Ville." She's like, "That's on campus. <laughs> Y'all don't have a subway or something?" I was like, I was like, "No, man." I mean, do you? All right, like it was an issue. I'm like, this girl, she thinks she is, man. He's exaggerating. All right, 
and yeah, you ate it, so it don't matter. I said it was good. It was like it was like it was pre before you tasted. It. it was like one of those double. And it was on Shabbat bread. Yeah, it was good. Yes, ma'am. It was. It was delicious. It thank, was. Thank you again for that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> for that sandwich. I used a swipe on you. <laughs> oh, you did! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are hard to come by. Yes, it is. And I gave you a swipe. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, so okay, so you talked talked about I talked about my background when it came to school. You talked about your background. We talk about our experience. Well, what is one of the best? Hold on. Your homecomings. Tell me about your homecoming. <sighs> what part of the year is it? I mean, most homecomings are in the if fall. you all know VCU in Richmond, Virginia, Virginia Commonwealth University. I don't know if I said <laughs> that. We have, we don't have a football team. That's weird. Uh-huh. We don't have a football team. And so we homecoming ended up being in the spring with basketball. And you can't even walk the yard. Y'all don't even have a band. They got like an orchestra. How do you have a marching orchestra? Initially in this, My in bad. this thing. My bad. Did, did My he bad. not did he not say I didn't what? Okay. I'm just it's different. Different experience. Oh, okay. Different. But um but so yeah, so we ended up having homecoming in um in the spring with basketball. And there was really not much of homecoming um Spirit, I guess. School spirit. Y'all did have that. a banging concert, though. Like, y'all would have, like, he one concert. No. trying to pedal that. I'm being serious, because I used to go. Okay. They did use to jump. Okay. In basketball season. But um, I remember walking on campus and just going to my classes or whatever, and people would be handing out flyers. I'm like, oh, homecoming's tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like yeah. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. And then, you know, me and him, you know, we'd talk about homecoming and he would tell me about his homecoming. And I was like, it, it just brought, it was a whole new world for me. Like really, of course, you know, I've been to Hampson University's homecoming when I was in high school and things like that, but it was different being a high schooler versus being in the mix of things. And then you're able to do more things and yeah. you're not you tied can experience to it. your parents and whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how things have been for us. But VCU has really been uh, um, sprinkled into the atmosphere a lot more now because of the basketball team. Yeah. So I think a lot more people know about VCU now. For sure, um, for sure. You know, it's been you know I graduated so long ago. Uh, well, dang, I don't even like to say it's so long ago. But but yeah, I graduated um, <laughs> a little while ago. <laughs> so I don't really know Just how it yesteryear. is. Yesteryear. Yesteryear. So I don't know how um, it is now there when it comes to school spirit, but. VCU has always, always uh, been great. Okay, but not really good with homecoming. No, but um, but yeah, I mean, so what about you? How how was your homecomings? It's dope. It was fun. It was just it was it was cool because, like, it really shows that family camaraderie type of vibe. Like people come down there now. You got grandparents, and then you see the generations. Like mm-hmm. grandparent, parent to child, all went to Virginia State. And they all wearing their gear and they walk in the yard together. You might have your little one with you and and you re and you seeing people you haven't seen in three, four, five years, like, hey, what's going on? And then you it's like you still back in those days of laughing, yeah. joking, you know, cracking jokes in different places and and then like I didn't pledge Greek, but the Greek life, you see all the alumnus come in and they hanging around with their uh sisters and brothers and everybody stepping and 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 um doing all that stuff it's 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 so much it's so it's an experience to have not just with virginia state 
But most of your national, I think from from my experience, most of my nationally accepted or recognizable homecomings are HBCUs. Mm. Like as far as the best uh, uh, homecoming I've been to is as far as uh, star studded, which we're going to speak on later is Howard's. That one was crazy, but it was like commercial, commercial crazy, like Puffy throw a party and Taraji P. Henson to throw something. And they have a lot of famous alumnus. Um, But the funnest, the the most fun I had at a homecoming had to be uh, North Carolina Antique which they have a moniker of the uh, GHOE, greatest homecoming on earth. Oh, and wow. And th- th- as far as for what I've been to, as far as homecomings, they, 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 they have a really good argument. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And it is <laughs> super packed, super duper packed. But it's just that even though I didn't go there and I can wear my Virginia State gear, it's still love. Like, cause we all have that same experience. It's just different. Mm. Okay. I love okay. it. Yeah. Like it's like people was like I you, went to I went to um A&T's homecoming one time. How was that? Oh yeah, it you did good. go. Yeah, you did fun. go. You mm-hmm. did go. That's like you was telling me about the other day when you went to the store and you saw your VCU guy and he was like and y'all saw y'all had on gear or you had on gear or he had on gear. I don't know which one you said. He had on gear. And <laughs> I mean, but it was the, the love was there like, "Oh, you went there?" Yeah, I went there and he was he ended up inviting you to Super Bowl for a Super Bowl. and that's that's love, you know, and that's yeah. how it's that's how it is amongst amongst most Virginia State folks. Yeah. Oh, I can speak on Virginia State specifically. That's how it is with most of us. I can see that now. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. And and especially in today's time, which is which is why I kind of reflect on you know my education a little bit, not regretting it, but I do kind of wonder how things would have been if I went to HBCU as I continue to pursue my graduate degree. Um, you know, I kind of wonder, well, should I go to HBCU again? Yeah. It would be completely different because I'm not on campus. It's not I got, campus I got life. babies, you know, um, you know, but I, but I wonder, I think, uh, I think that still would be something interesting to pursue in that yeah. regard. You know, it's given me another chance to have an education well, from an sure. HBCU. For sure. And um, I think with education wise, um, you're buying a name. Mm-hmm. Essentially you're buying a name. You are. Like I go to, I might go to LA and they'd be like, yo, what school you went to? I say Virginia state and they'd be like, oh, I never heard of it. But if I say I went to UVA, oh, I know about that school or, yeah. or, uh, UNC or Duke or Clemson. Like they know these schools, you know, it's just nationally recognized. But it, to me, I figure one plus one is always two. Mm-hmm. The books don't change. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, the books that you buy for your classes, I'm buying for this. I'm buying them same books mm-hmm. on my campus. Mm-hmm. It's the same information in these books. I just don't see the difference. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So you're just essentially buying a name. Yep. Which is more recognizable. Is this Binky over there? Uh, yes. Sorry, guys. Here you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm kind of wondering, you know, here's your chance to really have an HBCU education, you know, so, but the again, education. um, yeah, the education. So it's just, it's just <laughs> one of those things. Um, so there was a recent episode of, uh, there was a couple episodes of blackish where they actually talked about, um, HBCUs came into play. Cause junior. Yeah. Cause junior, um, uh, if you watch the show, uh, junior, uh, their son was trying to decide what school to go to. Mm-hmm. And his mother wanted him to go to, 
uh, a PWI. I think mm-hmm. she went to USC, University of Southern Cal, mm-hmm. and she wanted him to go there. Um, and his dad went to Howard, right. and he wanted him to have that Howard experience. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. No, go ahead. You can. Dive and so, into this. they both had arguments. It seems as if if we was on this. It, it seems as if let that show really parallels Sasha and I as far as yeah. a lot of conversations we have and our perspectives. But she, um, Bo was like, we should, he should go to a PWI. The world isn't all black. Same stuff we talked about earlier and mm-hmm. the same stuff that um, Dre, the father, said. The same stuff I said as far as it's that tribe, it's that family, it's just that experience you can only get from a, a HBCU. Um and he really didn't want to go to HBCU in the beginning because I think he didn't think he was uh, he was accepted. Like mm-hmm. as far as he went to, like he was from Cali. Private he grew school. up in a private school, mm-hmm. mostly around whites all his life. And then he went to the campus for a visit. And the experience was that it was so many different sub sub genre, uh, subcultures within the black community. Like all everyone isn't quote unquote um black militant everybody mm-hmm. isn't um quote unquote um hey sister girl type <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um you got girls with weave you mm-hmm. got girls with natural hair mm-hmm. you got guys that are into die hard in sports you got guys that's die hard in um gaming yeah gaming you got mm-hmm. there is so many different stuff that you got you got guys that's into um um, uh, what's the name? Like Game of Thrones. You got guys that's into Harry Potter. You got people that's only into the news. Like mm-hmm. it's just you. It's not just one type of. Our culture is so diverse that once he went there, and he experienced it and he saw it amongst everybody. He was like, "Wow!" Like even though I didn't really want to go here initially, I can go here. I can. Uh, I, it's people here that are like me, um, which is really good. Which shows that which was the first time I seen on a sitcom in recent years minus the original hbcu that was mainstream which was hillman university which Ah. was in i'm sorry hillman college that was in virginia um that was made big on the cosby show which ran into a different world Mm -hmm. and what was interesting was that when different world came out the um the enrollment in hbcus was spiked mm-hmm. because they it was finally a visual of what goes on on mm-hmm. an HBCU campus that people's like like wow I could this really goes on here mm-hmm. oh I like it or this is for me this is my culture so which is all true like that I, the stuff on on different world that I see and I can relate to it's real yeah it, it's so funny too because I grew up on the Cosby Show in a different world but being that I did not have um, any influence for HBCUs, you know, I watched a different world, not really understanding that it was HBCU. I don't think I ever told you that. No, you didn't. I, I you know, I didn't, I didn't watch it in those, with that kind of lens. It just was like, oh, they're in college. But now as I get older, you're exposed to more things, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, okay. A different world, HBCU, Hillman, the whole nine yards. Um, which really has helped me a lot. So, you know, it's reached a point now where, you know, we have so many different ways to get education now, right? We have, you have college, you have, um, you have trade school, you have, you have just entrepreneurship, you know, many, many students aren't getting, well, many 
many high schoolers that are coming out of college, I mean, high school, they don't want to have um, any formal education. They don't want debt. Yep, and they don't want debt, right? Yeah, I'm gonna dive right into that. No, they don't want debt. So, you know, it becomes this thing of, you know, what am I going to do for myself? You know, we have, you know, Larry and I have calculated how much college would cost when the boys turn 18 and each each and it is crazy right so i looked up some numbers here so you know you got tuition and according to loans.usnews.com it says that you know by um 2030 roughly you know it's going to cost more than two hundred and five thousand dollars to go to school jeez it's crazy um and so we're like okay hmm that sounds interesting. So then, of course, you know, you kind of think of, you know, what do you do now to prepare your children for that experience? And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The Urban League of Central Carolina's Young Professionals, better known as ULCCYP, is hosting their annual winter soiree on February 8th here in the Queen City. This leading fundraiser will take place at the Belgian Museum of Modern Art at Levine Center for the Arts. Its purpose? to fund their workforce development program. This free program provides education and economic support for areas in heating, highway construction, fiber optics, broadband, trades academy, HVAC, Microsoft Office, and customer service. This year, the event is adding a special experience for its VIP guests. This includes preferred seating, early access to the galleries, an official event photo, and more. Last year's events raised over $15,000. Tickets are currently on sale at ulccypsoiree.eventbrite.com. Donations are also being accepted if you are unable to attend the event. Okay, and we're back. And so now we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to continue to dive into like when it comes to schooling for your children in 2019 and trying to prepare for that as far as what that actually entails based off of the predictions of cost you know a few minutes ago I, I so I told you all that you know the predictions for a four-year university in the year 2030 is like two hundred and five thousand dollars ridiculous you know so that times one two or however many children you have you know is is pretty it's pretty crazy to even think that that would be something that you would have to fork over and, you know, of course, the college experience is, is amazing. But, of course, there are all kinds of things you want to consider, too, you know, um, when it comes to that, right? So many, you know, when it comes to college, you're not really starting your career until a bit later because you have to go to school first. And then, of course, you have to have, it, you have, to have experience before you even get started um, in, in your actual field um, with that. We live in a world now with social media where everybody is like, doing it you know you look you look online you got five-year-olds graduating with their <laughs> college degrees and all this craziness you know what i mean yeah, so it's, it's almost sure. like this this continuation to kind of do things earlier and do things faster again you know you gotta you gotta figure out exactly what you want for yourself and what you, what you want for your children and what they want for themselves um but i think now more than ever you know, of course, when you're younger, you don't have any children. You're like, yeah, when I have children one day, yeah, I want my children to go to college. You know, I want them to do this and that. Now, I really feel like I don't really mind if our, if our children don't want to go to college. Um, as long as they 
do something, 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 something that they can, they can have fulfillment in, in their lives. I don't want to be the devil's advocate, but, but that price you gave was for public schools, not private. Right. Private's so, going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. So that's like, oh my goodness. So yeah. So now more than ever, it's like, we really have thought about this. Like how, how would you, you know, we do a lot of hypotheticals with each other. So how would you feel <laughs> if, you know, big brother didn't want to go to school, didn't want to go to college. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I would mind that. You know, of if course, he had something else. Right. You're not going to be just sitting around, not doing anything. But our job as parents is to, is to help, help mold you into whatever it is that you want to be. Again, even, even what he is now, you know what I mean? Like it's not always, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's wake up in the morning. What do you want to be today? I want to make some pancakes. Okay. You're going to yeah. be a chef today. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what kind of pancakes, you know, green, green pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so those type of things too. Um, we think about when it comes to his career, like I, I think the biggest thing, you know, you see a lot of like, you know, amazing things coming from young people online and it's, it's all wonderful. But I think the biggest takeaway from that is to always stay in their ear with the slightest thing that they want to do. So just kind of bringing me back into this, um, there's other areas of education too, like trade school. Yeah. And I think trade schools is starting to really, um, uh, become a thing now right because everybody's been every, you know there was a push for college for so many years you always gonna need a plumber yeah your shit gonna get clogged up <laughs> you're gonna need a plumber exactly. you're gonna need an electrician yeah you want to stay warm you're gonna need an hvac mm -hmm. you need all the th these are needs yep you know like it's trendy stuff like um social media expert mm -hmm. okay that's cool now right but say in 10 years automation is it gonna be something different mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. it, you always gonna need a mechanic mm -hmm. someone you all you gonna be driving a car forever yeah. or driving something a vehicle that you need to get from point a to point b you're gonna need somebody to work on it mm -hmm. some things are always gonna be needed yeah period i agree i agree you know like um i'm trying to think of something that was like um i mean it is big now still but it's like you said everything is getting so automated yeah so. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, um, so yeah, so we thought about the money when it came to tuition, you know, do we still have things in place to, to take care of those type of things that they want to do? Of course we do. That's a huge part of being a parent, I think, is to try to, try to, try to have that foundation for them in order for them to propel off, you for know, sure. or to build in, into whatever they want to do. Um, so then it comes to this point well okay so if they go to college you know do they go to a hbcu or do they go to a pwi you go wherever you want to go my man right you that's go wherever you want to go that's the conclusion that we came to and i think it's a beautiful thing that we have those differences with each for other sure. it's just the difference is that if he goes to hbcu daddy's gonna buy him a car <laughs> if he goes to a pwi Mommy, get him a bus pass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have those differences, and I think that definitely helps us kind of provide them with some amazing perspective um, with their education. Yeah, granted, I like it. Granted, both of our schools are back in Virginia, and we're we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina. But mm -hmm. you know, as the boys get older, we're gonna you know we have family you know right up there so we plan on taking them on campus and kind of showing them school the schools also with um me going to virginia state hbcu 
I have a tribe. So my tribe is extended outside of Virginia. So any school you want to go to, mostly on the East Coast, I got somebody in my tribe Listen to him. that can to take him. care of this situation. Okay. From okay. New York to Florida. You need where you want to go? Okay. Let me get on my uh I mean, I do love the brotherhood you have. For sure. You have me an too. Amazing brotherhood. Me too. With with your friends. I mean, you all are all over the all over. <laughs> yeah, all over. Yeah. And I mean, nobody lives beside each other next door. No. Nah. Everybody is spread out. They plan to see each other once, twice a year, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing. I have my friends from college as well. Um, shout out to my friend Ashley. You know, me and her met like the first day of classes on my very first day of VCU, and we have been friends ever since. And, you know, I think we related a lot because I don't think she she didn't live on campus. If she did, I'm not sure. But I think she lived, I know she lived off campus for some time. And we had that parking meter or something? Yes. I mean, that was a dope story. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, um, we're, we're both, you know, broke college students and we're scrambling, trying to make sure we do everything right. And she was like, do you have any change? I got to put money in the meter for my for my car. And I was like, sure, here you go. And then we just we've been friends ever since. So shout out to my friend Ashley. Um, she's definitely when I think about college friendships, I think about her and um, it's been it's been amazing. So, I mean, you know, so whether they go to HB, whether our children go to a HBCU or PWI, we don't care no, whether they go sure. to college, or whether they don't go to college, we don't care. Um, we just want to make sure that we provide them with the best education possible. Education. We definitely know is the key to, is the key to success, you know, in any regard, however you learn it, you know, I mean, there are so many people now that are deciding to go back to school and go back to school and learning comes in different forms, comes in going back and getting your master's degree or PhD or taking a Skillshare class. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Or or an online YouTube course. I mean, the world is our oyster at this point and There's no excuse. Yeah, and we are we are excited to all of us should be excited to be living in a time where we can just go to our computer and Google whatever it is that we want to do and we do it. Like Mm -hmm. even something as simple as fixing you know, fixing a, a fan in your house. I knew you was gonna say that. You can you can Google it for sure, and you could you could get it right. So there's no excuse anymore. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I got I got something for you. Yeah, I remember one day um, I was in Richmond at my parents' house, and I forgot it was something we was going to. We had to dress up for, mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, Dad, um, can you help me tie this bow tie?" He said, "Man, this is him." Man, I ain't into that bow ties, man. I like my neckties. Mm. I don't know how to do bow ties. Mm. I was like, dang. He was like, well, I got plenty of ties here if you want one, neckties. And I only brought like two bow ties. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Then I said, YouTube. I was like, um, I'll be back. I went right down because we was getting ready upstairs. So I went downstairs. Nobody mm-hmm. was downstairs. I went in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I pulled up YouTube, had it against the mirror. And learn how to tie a bow tie right there in that bathroom. Came out, and that's it. Like, but that's just an example of plenty of things I've used YouTube for. Yeah, I remember I, I was being cheap. I didn't want to spend no money, and Sasha's car needed a uh, the brake light fix. Yeah, to pass the inspection. <laughs> so I said, "Hold on, how much y'all want to charge me? Yeah, All right, crazy. hold on, let me get on YouTube, looked it up, how to get it." 
Then I called around, went to a, uh, what's some places called? Pull apart place. Mm-hmm. I went in there and I did not know how to pull this part off. Mm-hmm. So I had to get back on YouTube, learn how to take it off. Right there. Yep. <laughs> Knocked it out. It took extremely long, but I got it done. Mm-hmm. Saved me some money. Came home and put it back on, looking at a different clip on how to install new uh, brick lights. And he did it. And he it did was it. like. got to find pictures from that. Uh, no, no, no. You know, I took pictures of everything. <laughs> you do. But um, but I, I remember being proud of you and them. <laughs> it felt good, too. It, it took like, entirely. Oh, like, I called and said, uh, how long would that take? Yeah, we, we'll get you in and out in about 15 minutes. It didn't take me 15 minutes. It took me a little longer. A little longer. <laughs> but you did it. You did it. I appreciate it. I was that. proud of you for that. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was. That's another form of, like, learning and, you know, and doing things that, um, that. I mean, you can just do anything, basically, For sure. is what we're saying. But the key part of it is the the information is out there. Yeah. Regardless, you can find it. You can mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And I, my thing is, let me ask you, mm-hmm. um, putting your bias in place, mm-hmm. um, where would you want the boys to go? And you can't say, I want them to go where they want to go. I want, what would you want them to, they're 18 years old, they come to you with a plan. What would you HBC or PWI? Period. Not even saying college. I'm saying what type of plan would you want them to come with you with? Um, well, first things first, I think it's important to learn basic living <clears throat> finances, mm-hmm. basic living finances, and, under, and understanding what it takes to live on your own. Um, a lot of times there is a push for education, right? There's a, always a push for education, but somewhere along the line, we end up forgetting that, hey, you're going to push them out, but they don't know how to pay a bill. They don't know what it takes to pay a bill. They don't know all of the expenses that go into that. So I say all this to say, first thing is I want them to understand living, like living financially and having, and having money to do so. Of course, they'll have us as a back, you know, to help them. But... Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you're talking about education-wise. Yeah, you could go whatever. I was. Let me go. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it when I was asking you. Let's say, for instance, come. What I would like for them to say, just a sign of independence, and I feel good is, as far as I was like, yeah, I got, I set this money aside for you to go to college, blase, 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 or whatever. However, the conversation go. He said, I don't want to go to college. I want to start my own business. Oh, okay. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah. I that, think that'll be that cool. I would love for them to start their own business. Um, fully and I and, and like you said I want them to know about I want well we're going to teach them because we had to learn it as far as finance with investing mm-hmm. um, stocks bonds uh, mm-hmm. mutual funds mm-hmm. all of those things like that we want I want to make sure they're uh, financially literate way before they get to 18 yeah yeah that's you know one thing I mean? that we had to teach our teach ourselves is, is financial literacy yeah we learned the basics you know put your money and save your money and you know, but there's so much more to it than that um, in order to really get ahead. But yeah, so so those are some things that we definitely want them to learn. Um, you know, I feel it's important for us to kind of spread out, spread out, lay everything on the table, better, better explanation, lay everything on the table as far as letting them understand what's out there for them. Um, you know, I don't think I really had that experience where everything was kind of laid out for me. It was just, it was college, military, you know, all right, that's what it. you going to do. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, you can go to a trade school or, you know, or you could, 
you can be an entrepreneur or you know you could go take these classes I mean yeah it was there and it was in the atmosphere but it wasn't really in my face and when you're a young person speaking for myself when you're a young person seeing is believing seeing people that are in these different realms is extremely important mentorship is important we talked about this on a few different podcasts oh, yeah. before yeah. you're big on mentorship yeah and like educational mentorship is huge and i wish i had that you know but here we are now i know what to do now in the future so when it comes to those aspects of the boys when it comes to their learning um I, you know one of the biggest things is 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 the basics adult adulting um there was a course at some school there's so many articles they're just all rammed together in my brain but there was <laughs> there was um there was a course where a school was having some sort of weekly class on how to balance your checkbook what it means to pay bills you know rent mortgage water bill light bill um changing a tire you know those things so i think given the fundamentals then everything else will kind of fall into place for them and granted you know we live in a world now where children are aspiring to be YouTube stars. You know, I want to grow up and be a YouTube star. And those are the kind of things that are in our ear too. Like, yeah. you know, they're going to see a lot of these things. Our yeah. son, our son loves to watch, um, um, kids YouTube where they have different children playing with toys and they're doing different things. I'm kind of on the fence about that. Yeah, me too. Um, but you know, they're exposed to those type of things now. And those are the, things that they aspire to be now so um i think it's a great that he has the perspective for you for hbcus yes. in college he has a special perspective for me for pwis and you know we'll continue to add more of those perspectives in their lives and i don't know i mean i'm th i thank you for giving me a lot of perspective when it comes to hbcus you're welcome of course because there was a lot that i just did not know yeah you know i, th I hate when not, people say not now in my <laughs> how old I am now you mean at 18 at 17, 18 18. yeah like you know and after, shortly after we met you know there was a lot of you know learning when it came to when it came to that stuff so. I strongly dislike when people say I wouldn't go to that ghetto school oh mm, I'm sure you've heard that a lot plenty of times oh uh, mm -hmm. I wouldn't go there that, that, that's a ghetto school mm -hmm. and this that and the third mm. with never experiencing it or, or you go down there for homecoming and you see the partying and you see everybody on the yard um, hanging out and having a good time. And you say, oh, yeah, this just is a big old party. Mm. But then you don't go there on the Monday following when everybody when school back in. Session. Yeah, like everybody in, in, in school. And, and, and that's one thing um, we used to do a lot of school was um, like we'll be in class and say me, you, me and you in the same class and a few other folks. And we got a class after class, we all meet up mm -hmm. and we go over the homework. Let's mm -hmm. all do it. So we, and, and it wasn't like, I'm going to do it. Say, say me and Sasha got the same major and within this major and our courses, I have, we have finance, econ, and we also have business law. Now let's say in finance class and econ class, Sasha is freaking phenomenal in it and she's great and I'm weak in it. Mm. She might, she'll help me do that. But then when it comes to the business law class, I'm strong in that and she's weak in that. So we'll make sure not only I'm good using her and she's using me, but we making sure everybody's good, mm -hmm. especially after the first test. Yo, what you get? Oh, I got a D on it. Man, you got a D man. This stuff, 
don't worry. We're going to make sure you good. It won't like nobody will fail because we will make sure everybody understood. That's one thing that is still in life now with the people that was in my classes, people that I've met in school. We make sure we all are good. We right. check on each other. We mm-hmm. talk to each other mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just we it's a it's like you said, like I said, it's a tribe. It's really a brotherhood. Yeah. And and I feel like the missing link for that for me was in the military. Yeah. My tribe ended up being my military family. For sure. Yeah. Because you go through you go through real experiences yes. while you're there. Yeah. You know, like real life experiences. Like I've been mm-hmm. through some stuff when it came to this military stuff, y'all. And, <laughs> and I think I think the military is your what my boys are. Yeah, I said you. like yeah, yeah like I, the, I the whole tribe, the whole college mm-hmm. experience that mm-hmm. I didn't really have living on campus and all that stuff. I got that in the barracks. Yeah. <laughs> in the military, you know, like you know, you, you know, you you go off into the world and you do your thing after you graduate college. You know, for me, you'd go off into the world after you get out the military or you or you change duty stations and things like that, and then you come back together again like like nothing ever left, you know? I got you, you know? Yeah. And and that's kind of like what it was for me cuz I so cause seeing how things were for Larry in college, I was like, wow, I wish I kind of I wish I had this experience, you know? And then and then I was like, you know what? I did have it. I had it I had it just in a different form and fashion. I had it in the military. So Yeah. So yeah, so I don't know. I mean, anything else you want to add towards uh HBCUs and PWIs? Yeah, or um, yeah, ep- episode. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you went to I know you say you wish you would have and this, then the third, but if you went to an HBCU, mm-hmm. what do you think your, um, that you haven't spoken on your experiences or what different things do you think or you, you was missing that you wanted to do? Um, to just be more culturally aware and more cult- culturally involved in, in, um, in areas where, that, that would help the black community. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, because, it, you know, there wasn't, I mean, yeah, there were different, there were different, you know, um, black affiliated programs at VCU, but actually fully being engulfed in that in HBCU, I think that would be completely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not, it's, you know, it, at HBCU, it's, it's, you know, you know, the, 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 the volleyball league, let me just use that as an example, you know, at a PWI, it's, the black volleyball league, you know I what I mean? You. Like come up, you. you know, like, yeah. So it, it's just, it's just, it just would just be second nature. Whereas an, as an actual like intersect thing, when it comes to going to a school that isn't, isn't for everyone. I got makes you. Sense. I know what you're saying. Um, so yeah, so I think, I think that would have um, been a great opportunity for me. Um, it would have helped me, uh, um, understand, you know, things a little bit better. Not to say that I, you know, don't understand things now, but in the scope of college and, and learning yourself, you know, you learn even deeper appreciation for your, for yourself when you go to a, like an HBCU, you got black people from all over the place, you mm-hmm. know, That's and, true. and it's not just this one, you know, black people are just one way. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean you had all different kinds of people come to Virginia State, New York, California, Florida, you yeah. know, around the world, you know, and it helps you give an even better perspective. So, yeah, I don't know. I got you. It's those things. So I'm thankful for it all. I got you. Yeah. I'm a, I want to answer your question. I want to answer my question. <laughs> I know you do. When you <laughs> ask me a question, you already have for your sure. answer. For sure. 
for sure. No, I wish I went to, not wish I went, but the thing I miss out with not going to a PWI is, um, it's going to sound weird, but March Madness. <laughs> yeah. Like, I heard it. and college football and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, like my school is in the CIAA, which isn't, is a division two. It's not main. It's not, um, like a uh, big time and stuff like that. Like if I would've went to an, a PWI, which was like maybe a UVA or even VCU or uh, North Carolina, um, Duke, just a, a, a known school, mm-hmm. like during the tournament, I'm representing, like I went there, you mm-hmm. know, like Clemson during the football season, I went there. Yeah, I remember shame. walking through there, I was on campus, I was at the games when such and such and such played and now he's in the NFL and blase, blase, blase. Like those type of things is what I miss out on, but it's not enough for me to regret that I went to Virginia State. Mm. Does that make sense? Like I watch March Madness and we be talking and you'll make your bracket. You haven't watched a single college (laughs) basketball game, but you every year you have VCU winning it because that's your school. And it's not like... (laughs) Why would you pick me? It makes sense because that's, that's you represent. You represent, and that's and that's dope. You know, that's pretty cool. I'd be like, I, I do be borderline hating when you when you have the opportunity to do that. Well, thanks. <laughs> You're full of it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Did we cover everything? Let me go back over my outline. Mm. I think we did. We talked about our backgrounds, roughly yours. Yeah. Um, why we went to it's other HBCUs did. besides Howard. Yes, that was the other thing. There was another um, was another episode. No, it was another episode. This was an, another article. I read a lot, guys, and it was talking about how you know, you know, as as HBCU popularity is growing because there's this whole push for brands to have diversity and you know, and blackness is supposed to be like trendy right now. You know, you got black. Panther and just, just all those different things. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yeah. You know, and then you have Blackish really talking about, you know, they talked about Howard a few times, you know, and um Anthony Anderson, I think I think his son actually his real son actually goes to Howard. Um and he actually started at Howard too. But anyway, I say all <laughs> that to say that, you know, um pop culture is saying, Hello, there's more HBCUs than well, let me say this black pop culture is saying hello there are more hbcus than howard yeah that's the thing now right and and it's true i mean what do you have to say towards that you know i i fully <laughs> agree with that you know it's a little school in virginia in petersburg i mean it's a beautiful it's beautiful man like i virginia state isn't the only hbcu of course right but i'm partial to it i am extremely biased to it right but um the advantage of howard just like the advantage of Morehouse, the alumni on the stages that they're on gives them the, um, the, uh, what's the word? The, uh, the platform to, to advertise for free. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you say like Puffy and he talk about when he was at Howard or Spike Lee or, uh, believe Sam Jackson, both of them was at Morehouse, I believe. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. was at Morehouse. Like, and you can say, mm. oh, wow, this guy went there or that guy went there or or um, Taraji P. Henson or it's a lot of uh, uh, famous uh, blacks popularity, uh, popular in entertainment, entertainment that can, that can uh, promote their schools. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing that Virginia State doesn't have. But um, 
when you, like you said, you watching TV and they talk about Howard, Howard, Howard. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. And one thing about DJ Envy that I do like is uh, he talks about Hampton. He, he went to Hampton. He hard, yeah. He does. Yeah, he does. And we, and we all do. Yeah. We all do. We rep our school. Yeah. You know? So Like hence your shirt right now. Absolutely. I love it. I didn't. I, I was going to. With the slobber. With the slobber on the, <laughs> on the shoulder. On the shoulder. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think um, we, covered, we covered everything in this episode. There's always something that I wish I would have said. Yeah, me too. After the fact. That's just how it goes. But, um, but to sum it all up, HBCUs versus PWIs, his and hers experiences when it comes to education, the world is going to continue to open up to other ways of learning. Yes. Um, oh, one thing too I wanted to touch on um, was Google and uh, it was Google and I think maybe it's Apple where you don't have to have a college degree. That's not a requirement now yeah. to, to, um, to work for them. Yeah. And that should be a sign of things are truly changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's going to, the classifications are people of people are going to change a bit, right? Because it was always this thing that, you know, the poor people don't have education, you know, because they can't afford it. Right. Yes. But now there is going to be a shift. I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be a huge shift, but there's going to be a shift where you do not have to be rich or well off in order to be educated. And I love that. You know, one thing I read, it was in a book I had to read for college. Mm-hmm. It was in a, a public, it was in a, um, a public speaking class but the way he got us going was through debates. So we had a ton mm. of debates for public speaking. So in the class, he made us read this article, which was about four. It was about four year universities mm-hmm. versus online colleges, um, like your University of Phoenix's mm. out there, talking about how the push for those are going to dominate within the 15, 20 years are going to take over or have a bigger presence than just your average four year university Mm. um but also in the article they talk about how most businesses are quick to hire um college grads for two reasons reason one because you have a degree means you can at least follow directions Mm. it shows you could follow directions to a point where you you earn your degree part two of this is because you have student loans so they look at it as if i got this person to get hired they owe X amount of dollars, they're not going to be as quick to leave because they know they got to pay that loan back. Mm-hmm. So they're a lot more, even if they're not as happy, they're going to be loyal because they're loyal to the debt payment, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. It's not about, in, it, in, in, in each case, it's not about, well, I know this person's going to be smarter than someone who didn't go to college. No, it's about, I know I'm going to have them subconsciously um, devoted to this business because they owe so much money yeah yeah and it's like it's almost like a sentence <laughs> yeah it's a sentence it really and is And you gotta pay it like oh my goodness granted the military helped pay for my school you know so we don't have any loans but but my goodness when i when i have conversations with friends of mine or just people that talk about their their debt or you see you know, David Ramsey has a nice wave going on where people hold up their signs on social media. You know, I paid off $11,000 in three months. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, you have, you have what, how much in debt for student, for student loans? Like my goodness, it, it's sticker shock. But, um, but yeah, so like 
the wave. Uh, it, there's going to be more more ways to learn now. Education, you hear about that too. You know, this state is now offering free education. I don't know to what magnitude that is, um, but you see a lot of different um, different community colleges that are offering things like that too. So I think that that's an amazing. It's amazing, and it's going to continue to 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 be great for everyone, and not just for our children and our children's children. I encourage us working professional adults too to dive back into education. Yes. Continue to learn, continue to do things. Agree. So, I don't know. I guess that's about it for now. Anything else you want to add? Not on this subject. I do got a shout out. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Carfax, please. Oh, yes. He finally... That's the, what's that? The trumpets. <laughs> yeah. He finally We're gonna get a soundboard. <laughs> relaunched his uh, a savage podcast. He did. It's on, I believe, Buzzsprout. Mm-hmm. You can find him on his Carfax, please. His uh, Instagram is uh, Twitter. The link is in his bio. But I'm on episode two, which hasn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a different subject. But uh, I'm proud of my man for for finally getting back on it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Carfax, please. At Carfax, please. Not spelled funny. Exactly spelling. what it said. Carfax, please. Show me the Carfax. Yeah, he thought that was hot. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, but that's good stuff. Anything oh, else? and um, we talked about our music sponsor already. Did we talk about him last week? We did time? last week. Okay, good. Yeah, he's still he's still rocking it. Tay, Tay oh, Beats. his, um, he put out, what's it called? God, I forgot the name of this mix he did on um, Apple and Podcasts. But it's basically the song followed by the reference track. Mm. So it's like how the Meek Mill song, What's Free with uh, Jay-Z and Rick Ross, is followed by What's Beef by Biggie. Oh, nice. And okay. like, a, uh, I'm trying to think of some. Oh, Bicken Head by um, Cardi B is followed by Chicken Head by Project Pet. And another Project Pet thing. It's weird that uh, most of these uh, reference tracks come from 3-6 and Project Pet influence so uh well, you're going down a rabbit hole i'm just saying my guy deserves his uh roses that's all i'm saying give him his roses Pat. give him his roses of course he's very influential i'm the one who brought him up you brought up who pat oh no i thought you were talking about tay no and yeah his, shout his... out to, i'm not talking about tato i'm talking oh, okay. about project pat give him his roses oh see that's what i mean shout he's, it out loves project pat okay it is what it is but yeah But I think that's it. You good? And on to the next episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's conversation. Got questions or comments? Send us a DM on our official IG account, Mary Creatives. See you next time. Did you like the soundtrack on our show? Please check out Tay Pringle, our official music sponsor, on Instagram at TAYP561.